0: Welcome back to the Cinemania World podcast everyone. My name is Dwayne and today we have episode 47 of the Cinemania World show. This is the show where we talk about all movie news and television news and all that stuff. And for today's show, this week I am joined by a couple of guests. My first guest is my co-host of the Box Office Beatdown show from the Cinemania page on YouTube, um Larry. Larry, how are you?
1: I'm doing all right. How about you?
0: I am doing great. I can't be happier. I, I've seen Far From Home a thousand times now, <laughs> oh my. and I'm on cloud nine. Um, I, we're also joined from the Cinemania page and the film community, Hannah. Hannah, how are you?
2: I'm great.
0: Um, all right, guys. So today we were supposed we're gonna be doing our top 10 movies of the year so far. Um, it's been a dull year, well for me as far as films, but I do have 10 movies that I've enjoyed a lot this year um so we're gonna do that but but, but, before we do all of that we're gonna get into some movie news because there is some stuff that dropped throughout the week so first things first we just got breaking news that um Halle Bailey will be playing Ariel for Disney's live action Little Mermaid film thoughts everyone Larry we'll start with you
1: first of all girl that name is too close to Halle Berry like it is, it is just too close to an already uber famous person. I'm like, oh my it gosh! It is. Um, In saying that, I am 100% unfamiliar with. Uh, Let's see Hallie Bailey,
0: um, <laughs> that poor girl. I, I feel so bad. That poor girl. I, <laughs> it's
1: time for a stage name, Hallie. I don't. I don't know. It's too much. Um, but I'm completely unfamiliar with her. I think I saw she's a singer and she's on grown um, which I've never watched. So, I don't know. But it's very clear that. They wanted a certain look for this movie. Uh, they they went, did. They went from the rumors of Zendaya to Haley, and they they both give off that same kind of vibe to them just by looking at them in pictures and such. They yes. kind of have that same laid-back look, the vibe. I don't know. And I heard it's supposed to be off the coast in the Caribbean, so I guess it, it makes sense.
0: Really? That's they interesting.
1: I didn't hear that.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. She has well, dreads too.
1: So apparently they decided we'll keep Sebastian and everybody else has got to change if they decide <laughs> it's going to be a Caribbean vibe. I don't know, but yeah, I I guess I will uh, I'll need to do more research first of all. But as lo- as lo- I mean I guess they're keeping the music. They're not pulling a Mulan because if if they're keeping the music <laughs> as long as she can sing, I'll be I'll be pretty happy.
0: Um uh hannah what do you think about all of this
2: yeah like larry said like this poor girl especially after zendaya was attached i guess at first like Mm -hmm. such a i know a lot of people are are disappointed and that's gonna fall on her even though it's not really and i'm very unfamiliar with her um i know that other people have said that she makes music so i guess she is a singer um and yeah i'm just very unfamiliar with her
0: okay here's my thing all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> here's, here's my thing. Is this is this girl an actress, an actor, anything?
2: I, she, Larry just said she's on Gronish. Yeah.
0: Is she like an actual character, or is she like <laughs> one of those, like, or is it like a Chris Brown from on like on on Stop the Yard kind of actress? Is it one of those?
1: Uh, I wish I, TV uh, is not my realm. I just saw that she's on there.
2: <laughs> I listen, her maybe in trailers for Grownish, so listen, I think she's like, like a main character.
0: Maybe I'm being a little bit petty because I'm on a Zendaya high, because Zendaya <laughs> is just oh, it's just a god right now to me, and I love Euphoria, <laughs> I love Far From Home, and I was pushed, and she got red hair. Last week, so I'm like, yes, this is just for the confirmation that she's gonna be Ariel. I'm so excited, and then I see this shit. I'm like, who the hell is that? I'm like, <laughs> why? Uh, maybe Zendaya didn't want to do it. Maybe they didn't want Zendaya anymore. Maybe they feel like Zendaya is too old. I mean, is that a theory? Really? She's like 21, I believe, right? Hey, like, yeah. she's
1: playing a teenager. and far from home.
0: Exactly, so. my friend. And then I'm just like, I'm, I'm so. I guess with me is uh, if she's an actress, cool, but I'm just so over the um, I'm so over the whole thing. Well, let's get in. Let's get a singer to play these roles because you still got to act. I mean, like I know you yeah. singing is a plus, but you still got to act. And I don't know anything about this girl. No, I mean, poor girl. I mean, I'm sad her name is like so close to Halle Berry because yeah, there's a couple much. of tweets. There's a couple of tweets all over the place about um, Halle Berry finding out the news that she's Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I, I do like I do like the um, diversity. I love the um, you know, I love the, um, the the change as far as like her race and everything. I'm loving the fact that I'm I mean, the whole Caribbean vibe sounds interesting to me enough because she she has in some of these photos online. She has dreads. I like it. Like I said, like you guys said, I have no idea who this girl is, but she has dreads in a lot of her a um, lot of her photos. So I hope they keep that. I mean, for the movie, that would be kind of cool. A pic
1: of her with red dreads. That's uh, yes, fine 25. with me. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know maybe that's what it was with Zendaya. They said, "Oh, she's stealing all the redhead white girl roles. <laughs> First yeah. it was MJ, now it's Ariel. We can't have <laughs> Zendaya snatching all the white redheaded roles. Come on now."
0: Maybe she's gonna play Dark Phoenix for MCU and <laughs> Zendaya. <laughs> yeah,
2: <Gray's> up next.
0: <laughs> maybe um,
2: she had scheduling con uh, like conflicts because I was like. Pretty damn sure that she was like, gonna one be one lock,
0: right?
2: Yeah. What the fuck happened?
0: Um. All right. So let's move on from that. And then we had we had some other last week. We had some other um casting news for the movie. Um, it's not confirmed officially, but um, Melissa McCarthy was in talks or is in talks to play Ursula. Um, what do you guys think?
2: I like I don't it.
0: Like this? Oh come on, Hannah, I- come on.
2: I think that this is a drag queen, a drag yes! queen role. I really do. <laughs> I believe full heartedly that this is a drag queen's role. role. and
0: interesting. So McCarthy, I have that.
2: I love her, right? She's funny. I don't know if she can sing, but I just think that she doesn't. Ha- she can't carry the presence of Ursula. When she- when Ursula is on screen in The Little Mermaid, you just you you feel her through the screen. And I've never seen Melissa McCarthy like have any sort of role. That she's giving me that kind of vibe. Like she doesn't command the screen when she's like starring in a movie. Tammy. On Hello, screen, Tammy. No, no. I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm when kidding.
2: Ursula is on screen, <laughs> it is Ursula's movie. Literally. I'm so upset about this. I really am.
0: See, you made. See, I was fine with it, but you made some good points. I mean, I wouldn't mind the whole drag drag queen thing too. Um, as long. Okay, Larry. What are your thoughts before I say my Yeah. Piece?
1: So, I'm on the exact same page. I I want a drag queen. Listen, if you're going to literally draw a character based on one of the most famous drag queens, Divine, then, I don't know, <laughs> once it comes to live action, why can't we just have a drag queen play the role? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you literally jacked the look off of a drag queen. So, it's a, it's
2: <laughs> um, so oh, I don't. just, I
1: mean, plus come on, who, who, you want, like, Ursula's, like, this beautiful mix of, like, a big, confident woman, but she also has that, like, level of camp to her, like, this confident, big personality with, like, a little bit of campiness. That would be great. Um, Otherwise, I do agree with people, I would prefer a woman of color, honestly. Um, I know a lot of people were, is psyched for Lady Gaga, I was not. I did not want Lady Gaga in the role. Um, because we have so few big girl roles in general. Especially in awesome parts like this. Like, mm-hmm. don't take don't take that and give it to a skinny bitch. Like, let's just <laughs> um, oh, But oh, when Mary. it comes to this, uh, I don't know. I, I know she hasn't been doing much recently, but I'm kind of like, okay, if we're going to stick it, if it's not going to be a drag queen, if Disney is gutless and won't do it, Where is Queen Latifah? I mean, you know, why? where is she hanging out at? I would love Queen Latifah (laughs) and Ursula. She just, you know, we know she can sing. We've seen it in countless times now. She's big, beautiful, like, just wonderful. And I think she does command the screen. Like, Queen Latifah is like a commanding presence. Uh, I mean, Melissa McCarthy, it's better than Rebel Wilson, I guess. Um, oh, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, you guys are making really uh, valid points. I'm over here like, a goddamn. I'm changing she, my own mind. I wish it
1: um, if I Also, that's who I kind of wish it were. If it were going to be a, a big girl, I wish it were Keala Seto from The Greatest Showman. Obviously, okay. she, she kills it with the vocals. She has some sort of color to her. She looks like mixed race. I'm not positive on that front, though. But I don't know. Melissa I...
2: McCarthy, yeah. I-, I was going to, like, in my mind, what I was thinking when they announced um, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, if they weren't going to go with the drag queen, uh, my first choice would have been Lizzo. I don't know if she can oh, add, but no. she can say <laughs> very well. Uh, no. I like her a lot, and every interview well, that I've seen side. her in, she has such a big personality, and I just... I thought that would be a good idea, but if they were to go with a drag queen, my mind immediately went to Latrice Royale. I don't know if you guys know who that is. I but... love Latrice
0: Royale. <laughs> Latrice yes. Royale. Me... Hold on, hold on. He sounds familiar. Oh, I mean, yeah. Check, um, Google Eat is it. your friend. Latrice? She's
2: fabulous.
0: Right. Oh, it's the first one that came up when you type so, in.
1: That oh! oh, I right. can see that.
0: I can um, see also, that.
1: I was like, there are some, some white drag queens. Like I saw everybody's been wanting uh, Titus oh gosh i don't watch the show he's on have uh, burris Itis?
0: oh is that the guy from um oh shit the the something kimmy schmidt show yeah I believe. oh so. yeah i like him he's and funny i
1: think he'd be fabulous in the role um i've seen a lot of videos of what's her ginger minge performing poor unfortunate oh, yes. souls and she she has a wonderful voice so i was like oh okay that's wonderful
0: um, I don't know. Lizzo, I love Lizzo, so... <laughs> here's, here's... here's <laughs> what's listen. your beef with Lizzo? Listen. I don't have no beef with anyone. I, I just, like, I did write notes, because I heard this on Saturday. A lot of people were saying Lizzo. Here's my thing, okay? She's great. I love her, I love that song. What's that song? I don't know. But, the like, she's great. I love her music. I love her look. I love her confidence. She's great. I, I just don't need any more singer-slash... <laughs> fake actors anymore i just don't like you know what i mean like that's the problem with all these kind of movies like like do we want to go with like trey songs and chainsaw massacre <laughs> again chris brown and stomp the yard once again who else My i, am I rihanna I in battleship <laughs> rihanna in battleship hello like unless uh, you're like an actor like like lady gaga the star is born great but i just well, we Lizzo didn't know
2: that she could act before. Yeah, but I, I
0: I know, and if she can act, then I'll eat my words. I have no I have no problem saying that I'm wrong, but I, I just
1: say uh, I heard I her do, name and I was like, oh God, please no. I do <laughs> think, especially in these musicals, I'll take. And a little bit of a subpar acting good singer to, like, Emma Watson and Beauty and the Beast. Where it's, like, oh, no. <laughs> auto-tuned to death. Like, I'm sorry. That was terrible. You, If you're going to do a musical, yeah, you got to find both. And Broadway is full of them. There's yeah. literally an entire segment of people who is used to acting and singing really well. Maybe not s- screen acting, but, I mean, they're professionals. They could do it. So, somebody,
0: said, I, somebody said Fantasia.
1: Burino? earlier.
0: Yeah, but I was like, ah,
1: no. I don't know, I don't know about no fantasy really. for <laughs> uh, uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, I did hear her sing like somebody posted her duet with Barbara Streisand. Apparently, she was on Barbara Streisand's like duet album. And she sounded fine, Melissa McCarthy. The big problem is she has a very high-pitched voice just naturally speaking. Oh,
2: that's and I'm, awful. Like,
1: <laughs> I'm like, no, I need that deep purse.
2: Yeah,
0: you see that's my thing. I that's where I agree with the both of you because I saw Melissa McCarthy and I wasn't really like thinking about the role and what you have to do for the um, character of Ursula. I was like, Oh, Melissa McCarthy, yeah, okay, she's good. But I'm like, I can just, I, I can already feel like it's just gonna be a lot of Melissa McCarthy isms. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't see Melissa McCarthy doing that like manly kind of, like you know, kind of elegant kind of voice. I just, I just see. Quirky Melissa McCarthy being Melissa McCarthy. Um, same with Rebel Wilson. I can't see her in the role too because she has one note as well. Was she
2: suggested. Uh, well, she, she
1: sang Poor Unfortunate Souls at some bowl thing. So oh, people really? were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, eh. But yeah, as our, I don't as see our that. friend and fellow cinemaniac with Jared Buckendall would, would probably be thinking, how is Melissa McCarthy going to fall underwater? Because she falls in every film she's in.
0: <laughs> he that's mentioned it. Every single movie she's Did Jared she say said, that? I Jared so Jared said that? I hate Jared so she's much. Jared said that? I hate Jared so much. I really sling. do. <laughs> she's
1: always tripping. So, you know, how do you fall underwater? I'm not so sure. But...
0: I, I was going to say, you can't be a cool villain if you're falling all the time, too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're right. They're Go ahead.
1: On the, on the eels, <laughs> slide and
0: tripping.
2: <laughs> I have a question how I don't know if they cannot not make this problematic because if they do cast a uh, drag queen of color or a woman of color in the role of Ursula and then you know how Ursula uh, changes into another girl I don't know if they're gonna like keep like do you know what I'm talking about. Because if they do this, I feel like people are going to get mad about it if, like, they make her change into, like, someone who's white or something like that.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, Well, yeah, yeah someone's going to get mad. Someone. Yes. <laughs> I probably won't, but, like, no, someone will. You know, there's just always going to be that one person. How dare you? Blah, blah. You know, there's going to be someone. Yeah,
1: it's going to be interesting. I mean, at this rate, now that they've cast Ariel... I mean, the whole undersea world is basically going to have to be black. Uh, I mean, uh, just, uh, certainly her family, King Triton, yeah. is going to have yeah. to be black or else it's going to be like, what in the world? And if it's set off the coast of the Caribbean, like I've heard, I mean, Eric's going to have to be Caribbean-looking too. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh. So, I mean, the whole cast is gonna basically going to have to be there. But I don't know. It'll That's be sure. interesting. I know people are probably already in an uproar. But, like, I, I saw somebody say, first of all, Some people are comparing this to like, oh, we need to cast a a redheaded white girl as Princess Tiana now. Listen, first of all,
0: this is completely
1: wrong. (laughs) Your equivalences are terrible. Just stop. Um, But second of all, Little Mermaid has no context it yes. has there's no context to the story of where little mermaid takes place it could literally take place in any part of the ocean by shore. period it's They the they same with
0: no aquaman context. right
1: yeah it's, it's like, aquaman. like aquaman you can change that because it can be anywhere so honestly as long as they stay consistent within the film itself people need to just get over that racing this is a story where the lead can be any race and it makes perfectly fine sense it's not russia it's not the old soviet winters you know it's nothing (laughs) it's not norway but i don't know people are
2: crazy her race isn't important to her character so it's not going to make any difference in the movie
0: so I'm sure she's going to be great. I'm sure everyone, I'm sure the movie will be fine. I'm not really, I haven't really been into these Disney live actions. You know, I'm excited for Lion King, but like, kind of. You know, I know what's going to happen. Um, Aladdin was fine, you know. And then Dumbo was fine. Mary <laughs> Poppins was like fine. All these things are just all fine to me. So I'm sure this one will Jungle be, books. I love that one too. And my, I mean, my all-time favorite, all all of them so far, is Beauty and the Beast for me, just because I loved oh. it. Um, oh, really? That's yeah, that's pretty low on my list. Oh, no no, <laughs> I really, I really enjoy. Well, what are you guys's favorites? I really enjoyed that one. Again. Minus Jungle Book. that's uh, alright. I it's love all right.
2: the Jungle Book. Yeah, it's alright. Mine...
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, minus the Jungle Book or Pete's Dragon. Ah, you? That's
0: a... See, that's what I'm saying. All these, like, well, for me, like these movies, the live actions. Like I'm never I am excited for Mulan, but I it is a. f I I'm mean, I am afraid about the whole news about uh, yeah, about but... the whole it's they're doing a Phoenix instead of a dragon and no music and right. I don't know. We'll see. But love
1: um, interest.
0: Yeah, all these live actions have just been they've just been fine to me. So I'm sure this one will be fine you know so um all right so let's get into something else really quick and that was yesterday's knives out trailer um this is ryan johnson's whodunit film with an amazing cast you know chris evans tony collette um jamie lee curtis michael shannon Cap- yeah captain langford chris evans did i say chris evans already oh he's yes. just great he's, <laughs> just he's great. worth
1: saying again
0: he's just great <laughs> yeah. yeah no i did that on purpose he's amazing but um yeah so what did you guys think of the uh trailer uh hannah what's we'll up with
2: you i loved it this is like uh before i wasn't really looking forward to it all that much not for any particular reason i just it wasn't something that was on my radar, but then when this trailer came out, it, like, immediately, like, flew to the top of my most anticipated list because I love this trailer so much. Literally, Chris Evans telling everyone to eat shit over and over again is just (laughs) the best thing I've seen all year. (laughs) Agreed.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, I mean... My thing about these like kind of movies, but with, uh, with like I get I get excited all the time with these It's an amazing cast, blah blah blah, great director. But these kind of movies for me, at least, never really end up being that great. You know what I mean? Because I I remember I was really excited for The Murder on the Orient Express, and I thought that was fine. You know what I mean like this one too like it it looks good but I feel like coming out of it like like a lot of the movies that's come out this year I'm probably going to feel like oh it's okay you know what I mean so um, because this with this amount of cast you, it's hard to really it's it's hard when you have this amount of talent to really like capitalize on all of them, you know what I mean? Like someone's gonna feel under underutilized, and I I'm already I'm already sensing that Tony Collette, my favorite actress from last year, is gonna get underutilized. Um, so yeah, Larry, what about you? What'd you think?
1: Uh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> oh
0: my! Oh my! You could have at least. <laughs> okay, well, what do you think about the movie itself? Uh, like, you know, hearing about the plot and all that stuff, and all the all the um cast and stuff.
1: Uh, I'm excited just based on it. I mean, everybody's been super pumped about it uh, that I've seen online. I just, uh, I don't know. I generally, I generally avoid trailers for a while until it's like inevitable that I have to look at it.
0: Uh, (laughs) Like in a theater?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'm not one that will close my eyes and run out or because I do know, <laughs> I know some people who legit will like run out if a trailer they they don't want to see is coming up or whatever for like <laughs> or whatever. I'm not that bad. It's just I'm like, eh, eh. Are,
0: are you one of the are you one of those moviegoers that like that, you know, when you're like you're you're, you're making plans and you say, oh, we can get there 15 minutes late. The trailers.
1: No, I want to be there on time before the trailers. Oh, uh,
0: Listen, <laughs>
1: Alex... I, will, no, I will tell you right now, here's the problem. Sorry, this is a slight tangent off of the actual trailer we're discussing. I Since I go to so many screenings that have no trailers, they just start the movie. Right. Yep. When I go to the movies just on my own, they it's really gotten too long i really think i'm like this is they play a lot of
0: trailers <laughs> yeah i have counted i, love them. I like, so do i, I i've counted though it's like 25 minutes. minutes
1: i'm like oh yeah. my gosh this is the full half hour before the movie <laughs> yeah. long you have to cut it down just a bit I cut listen, a few of these too much listen,
0: listen but i like it okay i, I love <laughs> listen my my ultimate movie experience like my fridays after work go to the theater i get to the movie i get inside the theater that's playing my movie a good like 15 minutes early before like you know because i want to see maria menounos and newbie and all those commercials those are fun to watch (laughs) then i'm on my phone with the wi-fi and all that stuff and then the trailers come on i do get it because sometimes sometimes when i go to indies like my favorite kind of movies to go to for the trailers are horror movies Because, like, horror movies and then, like, superhero movies. Because they're going to play, like, a superhero trailer. You know what I mean? Like, leading up to Avengers, that's all they were playing for movies like that was was the Avengers trailer. And now, when you go into a horror movie, they're playing the It trailer, which I love so much. So, like, that's why. But, like, indie movies... Their trailers, like some of them, then that's when I feel like, all right, we're getting, let's go. Because this is like, (laughs) you know, I don't want to see, I don't want to see this dog movie about a dog talking and, you know, this random upbeat song in the background. It's ridiculous. But, um, yes.
1: Why do you hate the canine world?
0: I don't, listen.
1: (laughs) You can ask. The the people want to know, Dwayne. Listen,
0: listen. (laughs) listen, here's, Here's my thing, okay? I love animals. I do. I love animals. No matter no matter what kind of, unless it's like one of them rodents. I hate rodents. But like like animals, furry. And I'm allergic to all of them, but I love them. But I hate those movies. They they're all trash. I, I don't understand the movies with the talking dogs. The only one I will ever like is Air Bud. That's it. That's the only one. But these I don't think uh, dogs. I've seen one. Well, yeah. I mean, good because like these <laughs> like. <laughs> These a dog's journey, a dog's walk, a dog's look outside, a dog's, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? A dog's run. I'm sure there was a dog's run. They're all horrible. Like, I just hate them. Um, yeah, the, what was the one with Bella, that stupid dog? That I movie. cried
2: uh, watching the trailer for that oh, one. Oh, God, time. You, gotta be me. <laughs> yeah. you
0: gotta be kidding me.
2: I, I cried at the drop of the hat, though, so it's not praise or anything.
0: All right, guys, thank you guys for joining us for episode <laughs>
2: <laughs> So, I will say,
1: though, I'm excited. I'm excited for like post Captain America Chris Evans' oh. career. <laughs> You know, like, of course, I loved him as Captain America, and I would have taken Chris Evans as America's ass for the rest of my life. But, I mean, he will always be that regardless now. Um, But I'm excited to, like, see what this next step of his his career is going to be. Because it was, like, pre uh, Cap, he was kind of hot jock boy, kind of dumb jock boy in a lot of movies.
0: (laughs) You're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Out his tenure as Captain America, he's he's made much more interesting choices already. So now, now that he's even less kind of strapped to that role, I'm excited to see what he does. And it seems like *Knives Out* will be a a fun intro to to this post cap life.
0: I want to see Chris Evans play a drag queen. You see all the <laughs> yeah. me- you see all the memes <laughs> with so the. Good. Yeah, you see all the memes with the nails and him in the nails. I, I just want to see him in one role, like you know, I'm talking like I'm talking like Dallas Buyers Club, like a role. <laughs> like I I want to I don't know I want to see him in one of those roles. That's what I could like be. Amazing. They,
1: they need to update to Wang Fu. um, for 2019, so it's not so problematic overall. But they they should do Wang Fu 2020 or something, and Chris Evans can play the Patrick Swayze role.
0: Yes, I, I agree. That's that's all I want. Um, all right. So our our, our last movie movie story, um, news story was the Jumanji trailer. Um, the Jumanji trailer came out on Monday. It was supposed to be the Knives Out and Jumanji trailer, but it was just the Jumanji trailer, and it's called Jumanji: The Next Level. I'll start this off because I just have I just have so many thoughts. Um, I was not looking forward to the first Jumanji movie, but I ended up really really enjoying it. I'm sure that was like a lot of people's reaction coming out of it. You know, for the most part, everyone enjoyed it, had a good time. I'm one of them. It's very fun, lighthearted. Love all the characters. Love you know love Kevin Hart, The Rock, Karen Gillan. They're all great. Uh, Jack Black. They're a great little team this trailer looks god-awful i um i my problem with this is because that they're it's it's sequel itis again and like the, my problem with sequels is that they try to like outdo what the first one did and one of the reasons why i love 22 jump street so much because it's the same exact movie you know what i mean and they know mm-hmm. it it's the same exact movie they don't try to change too much like far from home again they, they do a little bit more, but it's the same movie from Homecoming because it's the same group of kids. It's Peter in high school. It's not Peter. Now he's out. Of, he's in college now. You know, it's nothing outlandish like that. The only thing really different is that he's in a, he's in new countries now. Um, my problem with this Jumanji, because I feel if this whole movie is The Rock playing Danny DeVito, I'm going to be so upset. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think it looks so ridiculous. And I'm like, I like the fact that it was Alex Wolfe, inside the rock's body that something about that seems very cool because I mean I don't know. I just I don't I don't like it. I feel like they're gonna do they're gonna do way too much in this one to try to outdo what the first one did. The first one made so much money, so I feel like they gave they probably gave a bigger budget to this one, which means more stuff, more like more clips, more, more like jumping and more hanging and all that stuff, more animals. I just, I don't know. I wasn't into it. Um, there, did you watch this trailer at least? Come on. Uh, Nope.
1: (laughs) I did watch the other like hot mess kind of reboot trailer though. Why? I don't know. So I didn't watch the Jumanji. I watched Charlie's angels. That's the (gasps) one trailer I watched for the week.
2: (laughs) I love the Charlie's angels trailer.
1: So Jumanji, uh, I thought the last, I thought the sequel they did with the Rock was fine. I mean, I did not love it. I am uh, still a little bit baffled by how it made almost $1 billion.
0: Yeah, I, and you and I are box office, I, like, you know. Like,
1: I, I'm crazy. shocked. At how much money it made at the box office. I mean, that was nuts. Um, And I thought it was fun. I didn't love, love it. Like, people were going ham about it. But I thought, you know, it was fun. I liked it. Uh, This, I mean, I guess we'll see. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I just don't see a point. I don't see the need for it, but I didn't see the need for the last one. So, who knows? This. Hopefully, hearing your commentary, this is another case where the trailer is just terrible, but then the movie, they just didn't know how to market it properly, and the movie Turned out fun, that's, that's right. all I can hope for.
0: Okay, um, Hannah, did you watch this trailer? Come on, somebody help me here.
2: I, I did. Um, I'm okay. glad <laughs> you brought up 22 Jump Street because I think of Jumanji the same way that I think of the Jump Street movies that it was something that nobody wanted, but it ended mm-hmm. up being, well, in Jump Street's case, really, really good. But Jumanji ended up being fine, you know, right? And, you know, everyone gave those trailers so much. shit. I actually like the trailers, but I know a lot of people hated the trailers for the first one. And the movie ended up fine, you know. And this one, I didn't laugh once throughout the Oh, thank you. Trailer. So and stupid. It makes, <laughs> it makes me mad because I liked uh, the personas from the last movie. I liked the kids. So it's like I was expecting that, and I was really excited to see, you know, the banter again. But then they're like, no, it's Danny DeVito and, like, a whole bunch of, like, you know, older people. I'm like, well, that just takes the fun out of it. Like, right Agreed.
0: out of it. Oh, thank God. Um... Yeah, that's how I felt. I was so excited. I'm like, oh yeah, the same crew, you know, Alex Wolf, and then and then the girl that he likes, and then they're gonna be together as the Rock and Karen Gillan again, and blah blah blah. Then it's Danny DeVito and Danny Glover. I'm like. The- fuck is going on here um hopefully that's like for only like 20 minutes of the movie and then they go back to the regular characters i don't know i just hope it's not that um yeah so we'll 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 see we'll see how it goes i mean uh, i they're going up against larry i don't know about this box office this year because they're going up against um Star Wars. Wars. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking, but um, yeah, yeah, (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll see. But um, all right, so let's get into what we all came here for, and that is our favorite movies of the year so far. We are at the halfway point. It is midsummer, and we are going to be naming our top ten last year i did top five and i know everyone wanted to do more than that so um we're doing top 10 uh larry i'll have you kick off with your number 10 and then we'll each (laughs) i don't know how you guys want to do it we didn't plan for this really so do you guys want to just say your 10 or just each go number by number how do you want to do this
2: do you want to each go number by number? I feel like that'd be more like,
0: yeah, a, yeah. Everyone
2: would get a chance to talk.
0: Cause are going to be like, months. what was your number five again? And then it's <laughs> just like, so, um, yeah, let's do that. All right. So Larry, go ahead. Number two. Oh
1: gosh. Okay. So I didn't actually have these in an order. <laughs> I just had had a pool of 10. Uh, So this is going to be a not accurate at all rough throw together of an order for you all. So uh, I did do like a montage video that I'm very proud of, by the way, of these 10 as well. So check that out. So we're going to go at number 10. I have Hotel Mumbai which mm-hmm. is an Australian production starring Army Hammer and Dave or Dev Patel. And mm-hmm. it's a real life story about what happened over in India with the terrorist attacks happening across uh, Mumbai until they hit this big hotel that, saw the workers of the hotel make the choice to stay and sacrifice possibly their own lives to help try to protect the the other people in there. Um, And this just is a really gripping, really intense, like, wall-to-wall, heart-pounding film. It was one of the most intense movie-going experiences I've had in a while, not just even this year. And it's one that's really stuck with me. So that's why I have Hotel Mumbai in my top ten.
0: Um yeah, Alex saw that movie and he actually has that in his list too. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna be picking up the Blu-ray this weekend. Yeah. Um because I'm hearing i l I'm hearing a lot of good things about it, but I'm definitely excited to watch it. That gets me so excited to hear because I, I that movie came out and I kind of it missed my mark, my radar and stuff. Yeah. But I because I remember when we were doing the box office, that movie. Thing. Um all right, so I'll do my number 10. Um, okay. I'll do my number 10 really quick. My number 10 is Fighting With My Family. Ah. Really enjoyed Fighting With My Family. I'm a huge wrestling fan, so I was looking forward to it, kind of. I was a little... I I get a little little afraid when uh, um, they do these kind of wrestling movies and it's not by, like, people who are really into wrestling. But um, the movie really represents the hardships of... uh, when you have to leave your family behind when, even if when you're in in another country and you have to come, because when you sign with WWE, they want you to move uh, like to the States so that you're there, you can train, you can work with other people. And yeah, so this movie shed that a lot and it made me have a a whole new respect for Paige the uh the you know the one that the movie's based the rest of that the movie's based on um so i, I all right so what's your number 10 i said fighting with my family was mine if you heard all of that but um <laughs> okay so what's your number 10 what do you got
2: uh my number 10 is brie larson's directorial debut uni- unicorn store mm. I, really, I really like this movie it's i haven't seen a whole lot this year um so my list is kind of basic but um <laughs> and I don't <laughs> and I don't necessarily love all the movies on here but I really like this movie I thought it was really cute and it really made made you feel like you're a child again it really captured that spirit and energy for me at least and I, I just I really love I really liked it Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson have really great chemistry too and it's really funny it's probably the movie that made me laugh the most this year apart from far from home but mm-hmm. yeah I really like this movie
0: um, see, I want to comment on what, what you said. You said that, um, you don't have a lot, you know, you, you said you didn't, you don't love everything in your top 10. And I can relate to that so much. Cause I'm like, I don't think that's your fault though. I, I think that's because this year has been a little bit of a dud for yeah. me because I'm scrolling down the list of movies that came out this year. I'm like, what did I like? Like, I'm just like, I have like six that I actually really, really Uh love. Maybe like, maybe like really like, and then I have like three that I loved, but like, yeah. So I'm the same way. Um, Larry, what about you? What do you have for number nine?
1: I was like, oh, how sad! I had to like cut my down. I had my <laughs> honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> which fighting of my fighting with my family probably would have been an honorable mention for me. It just quite didn't quite make it there. Um, but in at number nine for me, let's see, I have oh. Sorry, I'm like, oh God, who do I put down at number nine? See, these are <laughs> these are the problems of my life. At number nine I have Missing Link. The Oh, Leica, okay. The Leica animated film. Uh so that's probably actually really close with Hotel Mumbai. With like nine and ten. They're right pretty much on the same level. I pretty I've loved everything Leica has put out. Like even their weakest film I've loved. Right. A lot of people were a little bit more mixed on Missing Link than their usual film. It still has a great critic score, but I still thought the animation actually was some of the most beautiful animation Laika has put out to date. Mm-hmm. The story was really charming. I, I found it to be funny. I saw it twice in theaters. So yeah, I liked Missing Link. Y'all know I love me some animation, and that will become <laughs> evident on this list. But yeah, this, this was a fun one.
0: Oh, I I another, I missed that one too. I, I wanted to too. watch it. You're just Actually, missed.
1: Dwayne's not gonna have seen half of my list. That's,
0: <laughs> that's why because you like I don't know how you do it. I have to give you so much props because oh. <laughs> like every time I'm on every time I'm on Instagram or Twitter, Larry's at a new screening. I'm like Larry, how the fuck are you doing all these screens? I can barely do like a. I listen. My last screening was Far From Home. I told I told Alex this. I said because of the process. Because of the process of the screenings down here. Um, and I know it sounds kind of like, oh, you're complaining, Dwayne, <laughs> because like people have to drive like long distances for screenings. And I just take a train and I'm there. But, um, the, the, the process of my downtown screening is so shitty that I'm only going to go into screenings for movies that I really want to see early and get a review out early. So hence why Spider-Man, Annabelle was a week early, Godzilla was a week early, Chazam was two weeks early. Great. Stuber, I can see it in theaters. I can't. I don't. I don't have time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't have time. I don't have time to be waiting in this heat. It's like ninety out today. I don't got time for all of that. Waiting in this heat, everyone stinks. Nobody takes a shower in Boston. It's ridiculous. So I don't got time for all that. Um, my number nine is Five Feet Apart. Listen, listen. Before I get any comments, I love this movie actually love this one because I thought it was so it was a mixture of really emotional, really cheesy, really adorable. I love me some I love me some romantic comedy slash coming of age movies. Those are like my favorite. And Five Feet Apart was great. Cole Sprouse is great. Hannah Lou Richardson. I She was one of my favorite actresses of the year. She's really good. Love the movie. Um, Hannah, are you there? You still there? Yes, I am. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do you have for your number nine? I have Us. Us? Oh, wow, yes, yes, so, so low.
2: I, I didn't love this movie as much as everyone else did. I, did, I didn't even love it in general, actually. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I like it. It's just there's so many things that... Because there wasn't enough in the movie that made me want to look past issues I had with it. Like something like an Endgame or a Captain Marvel or a Far From Home. I see so many things that I love in the movie that I can just look past some like issues that I have with it but it's like us there wasn't enough for me to I guess grasp onto to be like oh I can look past that but the performances yeah the performances are great Uh, Winston Duke is probably my favorite performance of the year because I just I think I think he's so underrated literally he was so funny he was he's just so good I just I love him so much and I want to see him in so many more things um, Lupita Nyong'o, she's, like, a close second behind him. I just, I have a bias for Winston Duke, I really do. Um, <laughs> and Lupita Nyong'o, I really hope she does get an Oscar oh, nomination. Please. I hope she's not forgotten about.
0: She won't. Um, That's just how no. they do. <laughs> she won't. They do Tony Collette dirty, so they'll do her dirty, yeah. too.
2: I really um, hope he's not forgotten about. Um, and, yeah, I think this is a solid, um, follow-up to Get Out from Jordan Peele.
0: Okay, okay, I can, I can deal with that. Um, all right, Larry, what do you have for number eight?
1: So, my number eight, I'm going to say The Mustang.
0: The uh, Mustang, okay.
1: So this is a, an indie film that yep. was about, basically about, an actual program that they've had here uh, in Colorado, where I'm from, but in other states as well, starring Matthias um, in which he's an inmate and they bring these wild horses in and the inmates train them and work with these horses as kind of a rehabilitation for the inmate themselves, getting to work and... Connect with these animals, but also obviously for the horses so they can get sold and become part of something. But oh, Matthias Shonarts gives one of the best performances I've seen still this year, probably only second. He's he's my number two of male performances. Uh, that other film will be coming up on the list a little bit higher. But I, think I have
2: an idea of what it is. Yeah, <laughs> so just, do I. He gave
1: <laughs> such an amazing, like, it's so amazing to watch him in this film because he is filled with so much rage but yet you have so much empathy for this character it's a really beautiful balancing act Um, and his connection with the horse is really nice it doesn't give you like this fairy tale indie type of ending it's very raw it's very real it's Mm -hmm. stuck with me throughout the ever since I saw it and in April and yeah the Mustang it's really one I especially if you like these type of smaller films films i would definitely recommend checking it out it's definitely worth it
0: um yeah so i one of the reasons why i want to check that out too because i heard um gideon adlon is in there too um i'm a huge fan of her since i saw when you know she was in blockers and she was in that netflix show um the society and she's great so um, and I missed that one, too. Good Lord. I'm a hot mess. But I wanted I to see that. Hot, it looks really. Gonna watch it. <laughs> it's an indie film. Yeah, it looks really good, actually. Um, I know I know the Blu-ray is out, too. So I'm, this week I'm going Blu-ray shopping. So now I'm just writing down what I got to get. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Hannah, what do you have for your number eight? Are we at eight already? All right, eight. Yeah. Yes. All right, what do you got?
2: All right. I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I'm going to get so much oh, shit for God. this. I just Uh-oh. know because I don't love it like everyone else loves it. It's book smart. Oh, oh! I, like, <laughs> oh. I, <laughs> I like book smart. I do. It's just, I don't think it's anything all that special if I'm being completely
0: honest. Oh, my God. Um, all right, guys. Episode 47.
2: Go <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: right, Go ahead. Go
2: ahead. The, the humor didn't really click with me, I guess. Um, it wasn't my kind of humor that made me laugh. Uh, there was only, like, one part of the movie that really got me going, and that's the doll scene. Uh, that's still one of my favorite scenes of the year. I, I really love that scene. But the rest mm-hmm. of the movie just kind of fell flat for me, but I still really liked it. I had a good time watching it.
0: Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I would say, oh, yeah, it's great. Number eight. Not bad. for Booksmart, But... Listen, I get it. Not every movie is for every is for everyone. Um, I love me some Booksmart. So um, number eight, uh, what do I have? My phone locked. Um, number eight, I have Shazam. Shazam. I only saw it. I only saw it once, <laughs> but I remember really, really, really enjoying it coming out of that screening. Um, the heart and the humor of this movie—I did not expect it. So that's one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about it. Um, it had so every everyone felt kind of fleshed out. And it's a really I feel like it's a really, really underrated because like it's everyone says it's good. But I feel like as far as what we got this year for superhero films, it's very underrated Um, because it is a really I think it's a really strong superhero film. A couple of faults, but um, I ended up really, really enjoying it. So that's my number eight. Um, All right. So now we're now we're in the number seven spots. Uh, Larry, what do you have for number seven?
1: Yeah, Shazam is another one that definitely. It was probably my honorary number eleven. It just just missed out on making my list. So at number seven for me, I have John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. Ooh. <laughs> So I I loved it, I had so much fun with John Wick 3, I loved the addition of Halle Berry to this film, the action just gets crazier and more insane, they find ways to use animals (laughs) in this (laughs) film. Without yeah. killing them, which is like, woo, yeah. Uh, that, like, that's <laughs> how you
0: use dogs Plus. in movies. That's a,
1: yes, thank goodness they <laughs> did. Because then I, this might have been swiped right off the list if the dogs or the horses <laughs> had been murdered and before my eyes. Um, no, but I just, I had a blast with this film. It's not all right. that deep. I, I definitely think the antagonist is a little bit annoying uh (laughs) rather than like any sort of menacing with that character but it's cool to have a uh like non-binary character in a major film like this uh that was fun but otherwise i just i think john wick 3 is action at its peak like good blockbuster fun time at the movies.
0: Nice. Um, that that that's on my list, but it's a little bit higher. Um, yeah, because I enjoyed that too. But um, number seven. Before I get Hannah's, I'll save mine. My, my number seven. It might be a little lower than everyone else's on their that it's on their list. I know it's definitely not this low on your list Larry but Rocket Man is my number 7. <laughs> um yeah like I liked Rocket Man but uh, listen once again I'm not into musicals. I went into this expecting kind of like what why what I got from Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, listen, I might get flack but I kind I, I had more fun with Bohemian Rhapsody just because oh. like it wasn't it, it wasn't a musical and uh, It was like a straight up drama with some performances. And that's kind of what I wanted from Rocket Man. Rocket Man is like, I just hate the. I hate. I think musicals are a great form of art and stuff. And, you know, it's really tough mixing in actual singing with acting and stuff like that. And. They all do it great in the movie, but I just, I can't buy the whole, let's have a conversation, and then boom, a song breaks out. I never got into that. Um, so, but the movie is really, really good. I remember really, really enjoying it. Um, I, I enjoyed all the serious moments when he was in, like, rehab and stuff. It was really good. And costume, too, which is amazing. Um, and then Taron Egerton, once he did a great, great, one of the, like, the best performance of the year, I would say. He was great, so number that's my number seven. Um Alrighty. And Hannah, what do you have for your number seven?
2: I have Shazam. Shazam? <laughs> yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, I love Shazam. Uh, they, from now on, I've pretty much loved all these movies. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I love Shazam so much. I'm such a sucker for, like, campy superhero movies, and I wish there was more than there mm-hmm. actually is, like, recent uh, camp. Right. I, feel like, I feel like superhero movies should have, you know, a good amount of camp in them, because it's silly. It's so silly, and it's like, I feel like so many is just taking themselves so seriously. Uh, dark Phoenix. Uh, but.
1: Oh, Oh,
0: Shane
2: has been thrown.
0: (laughs) Oh no, not dark Phoenix.
2: (laughs) But yeah, I love, I just love this. I feel like this movie wouldn't have worked without Zachary Levi. He's also one of my favorite performances of the year. He is just, I'm so glad that people are showing him some attention finally, because I've loved him forever. And, Mm. You know, it took Shazam to make people pay attention attention to him. But, man, I just, I love this movie so much. It's so charming, and it's just so sweet. And it's a really nice, like, palate cleanser for, like, anything. Like, if you're sad, watch Shazam. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's so good. <laughs>
0: it's so good. I mean, yeah, that's what that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed it. I, I remember going to that screening, and everyone in my theater enjoying it, too. Um, the ending, when all the kids, you know, I won't do any spoilers, but all the kids turn into something, and it's great. Um... <laughs> so, all right, we're in at number six now, Larry. What do you have for number six?
1: Oh, yeah, this is where it really starts getting hard. Um, okay. so in at number six, I am going to put at number six. I'm going to put Toy Story four. Okay. Uh, so another one, a, a movie I really didn't anticipate enjoying very much, uh, that I turned out really, really loving. Um, I think that there are minor problems, one of them for me not being where Woody's story goes, because I thought that was done very well. But, uh, I mean, the animation is amazing, even for Pixar's yeah. standard. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is far it's and gorgeous. away the best yeah. that any of the Toy Story films has looked. I think this is... Probably the funniest movie Toy Story has, I mean, uh, Pixar has ever produced. I mean, it's great. It's really funny. It's really fun. I I just had a couple of minor problems that keep it just out of my top five personally. But yeah, Toy Story 4, definitely like top three surprising movies of the year for (laughs) me. And one of my favorites so far as well. Dwayne?
0: Yes, yes. Okay, I'm good. Oh wait, I'm... what happened? <laughs> what is happening with this call? What happened? Call?
1: Did it record?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're recording. We're good. Oh okay. This... Like, uh-oh. Listen, I'm keeping. I'm keeping all this stuff. This. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to edit anything out. I just all this... Yes. <laughs> Larry. Hit
1: that edit, point, Dwayne. Hit the might... cut. That split and splice.
0: Okay. Am I here now? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. Can everyone hear me? What yes. is happening? What is happening?
2: Can you not hear us?
0: No, I can hear you guys fine. Oh, okay, okay,
1: okay, okay. then we're good.
0: Yeah. What's okay. your number six, Dwayne? <laughs> <laughs> my my number six is John Wick Chapter Three. I'm not saying the whole title; it's too much. Um, but John Wick Three. My number, my number six. Everyone hear me?
2: Yes.
0: Okay, Larry okay I'm like what is that <laughs> We're all,
2: all right, good.
0: We're, yeah, we're going to speed past to these like next five cuz this has been a mess. Um but John Wick <laughs> Chapter 3 was really fun. Well, probably one of my most fun I've ever had in a theater besides Endgame because um the theater was really hyped for it, all the kills and stuff, all the animal action was cool. Keanu Reeves is great. Great fun, fun movie. Um Hannah, are you on your number 6? Did you say yours?
2: Uh no, not yet. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, My number six is a little rom-com on Netflix called Then Came You. Uh, It's starring Asa Butterfield and uh, Maze Williams. And Mm -hmm. I loved it so much. It's so cute. I know you mentioned Five Feet Apart, and it's kind of another, like, sick girl, like, Um, (laughs) rom-com.
0: Larry said, oh, my God. (laughs)
2: um, It's kind of another sick girl rom-com, even though it's not a rom but it's a comp. Anyway. Um, (laughs) But but yeah, it's, it's so cute, and it's so good. Everything you said about Five Feet Apart is basically how I feel about this movie. And by the end of it, I was a teary mess and just, like, bawling my eyes out. Uh, and yeah you get to see Asa Butterfield have a terrible American accent for like 40 minutes of the movie and that's pretty interesting. Oh my gosh <laughs> uh, I ha-
0: I haven't seen it but I want to just cuz I love Maisie Williams um and it's going to be interesting to see her in a new role Larry if you can oh. hear me what do you have I can <laughs> What do you have at number um 5 now
1: Oh top 5 So um, top I five. also haven't seen that rom-com but I'm terrible with Netflix movies I'm sorry <laughs> it just takes me a hot minute to watch them So in a number 5 I'm gonna put us. Uh, so oh, it is okay. up in my top five. Lupita Nyong'o, just, I mean, come on. I, if, what a performance. Uh, this, she may still, she might still be my favorite performance, period. Like, if we were to award just male, female, it doesn't matter. Lupita Nyong'o wins best performance of 2019 at the halfway point for me. She's mm. so good. Oh, I can't even handle it. But I just loved the the allegory and the meaning behind the tethered and what all of it kind of boils down to being about that, uh, I guess I don't take uh, I think that's that's where I'm able to forgive it where other people are having a lot more problems, not to speak obviously for you, <laughs> what you were talking <laughs> about earlier, but I know a lot of people have problems logistically and like literally with what's happening but I, I guess I just don't take it quite so literally and get swept up into the metaphor that I'm okay with it and, I, and it's one that I can forgive for its problems, but uh, the soundtrack, the score is amazing. And that's it's my green. favorite score of the year. And the I'm sound green. design, not only the soundtrack, but the sound design. if this At this point, I'm like, okay, come on now. Sound editing, sound mixing. If Us is not at least nominated, I riot in the street. Because <laughs> this sound design of this film is impeccable. I mean, it's a flawless. I thought Jordan Peele added like good flair and felt like he stepped up just a tad in his directing actual direction in this film. I, I just, I loved us. So there you go. Number five.
0: Oh, wow. Um, number five. Okay. So my number five is long shot. Um, <clears throat> yeah i had a really good time with this one i wasn't looking forward to it but i was hearing really good things but um i really enjoyed it seth rogan and charlie Stone were amazing i loved the concept of their movie too like the plot and all that stuff um yeah i really enjoyed long shot um so that's my number five made it in my top five and hannah what do you have for number five uh,
2: my number five is a documentary and it's mm. i I had to put them together because they're technically one movie. It's Leaving Neverland, uh, part mm.
0: one, and two. Yeah, oh.
2: This is a little controversial because I you know, I know some people, you know, don't really believe what happened, and that's totally fine. Have your own thoughts, whatever. But for this four-hour documentary, it's four hours. I was so gripped the entire time. I was just, I was just so pulled into it. I, 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 I don't know how else to explain it other than. It's it's a hard watch for sure. It's so hard to watch. I had to take so many breaks between you know watching it because just it's very graphic and it's very detailed. You know their stories, and it's it's a, it's a lot. But it's just, it's it's just it's very gripping. Is all I it's all I can kind of say about it.
1: Hmm. I'm right. like I'm such a film Twitter basic that when you said uh, <laughs> I have a documentary, I thought oh Apollo Eleven. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, all right, so uh, where are we at? Number four? number four. Um, okay, Larry, what do you have for number four?
1: Oh my gosh, okay, it's so hard to rank these top four. I love them all. Well, really, the whole top five I love, love, love. Mm-hmm. Um, so at number four, I am going to put Booksmart.
0: Oh, y'all need to put some respect on Booksmart's <laughs> name.
2: <laughs> it, it, it's the top five. It's if we, if we know what Dwayne's one
0: is, <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's not my number. It's not my number one, but it's really?
2: no, still to come. Still
1: to come. Booksmart. I mean, what a refreshing film. I I really went in with some apprehension to this as well. Just because when they these films, these they get this big hype around them um, and they're these like raunchy teen to like tween or younger comedies. I'm looking at you good boys already. Um <laughs> I typically come out not very underwhelmed. Uh like mid nineties last year, I was not a fan. And everybody else no. seemed to absolutely love it. I did not. Uh so I kinda of was going in like, oh goodness. However, I thought this movie was hilarious. I was laughing. It's right up my brand of comedy, so I was like yeah. laughing the entire film um i thought our leads were great they had great chemistry billy lord like come on she was so (laughs) amazing in this movie every time she was on the screen i just died of happiness but i thought it was really heartfelt at its core as well and yeah i great work from olivia wilde it was a really well directed film too so go get it girl
0: agreed i agree i agree um great movie um all right so my number four i have uh, i have spider-man far from home um i've now watched this movie yeah i've now watched this movie four times no not god wow has been oh. out that long. <laughs> yet. I was like, "What? Wait, wait, have
1: wait. you just been in the theater nonstop since it came right. out?"
0: I got it confused with Avengers, but um, I watched <laughs> this movie so far now two times, okay. and I have tickets. I have tickets for tomorrow because I'm going again. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I enjoy, it. and then yesterday I found my I, when I was watching it again, I found myself enjoying it more than the first time. Um. I think Jake Gyllenhaal once again my favorite actor of all time. He's just great in the movie, and then his whole stuff with Mysterio. We're doing our spoiler review tomorrow, so I'm excited for all of that to get into all the spoilers. But movie was great. Tom Holland and Zendaya just took my breath away. They're so amazing together. Um, love the movie. Loves love Tom Holland Spider-Man. My favorite Spider-Man. You know my favorite. Peter and MJ—they're just so great. I love the movie. Um, I had a really good time with it. I—I—I I, I don't know if it's better than Homecoming yet. Maybe I need like one more watch. But really, really enjoyable. My second, my second favorite superhero movie of the year. So, Far From Home is my number four. And um, Hannah mentioned—you mentioned Camp. Like, it's very, you know, Shazam mm-hmm. was camping. and I felt Far From Home was that, too, and I enjoyed that, because we do need more of that in superhero films, you know? Um, so, yeah, Far From Home, and number four. Hannah, what do you have for number four?
2: I have Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can do um, it. Okay. Um, I, I, lo- I like Marvel movies a lot, and I this was just such a, like, uh, satisfying conclusion to this part of the... Uh, mcu even though far from home is the last one in this phase but whatever um it was so this is probably the most i've been uh affected emotionally this year in a movie so far uh and yeah i don't i I can't really add anything else to the conversation about it because everything else has been said about it so but yeah i I really love that game
0: so number four was avengers Endgame for you now at the top three this is getting down to it um larry what do you have for number three
1: I just, what am I going to do with my life? Uh, having to, like, and I'm like, this is the midway point, and I'm having so much trouble putting things in order. I'm about to be a hot mess when the end of the year comes <laughs> around. Uh, for now, I'm just going to go off of gut feeling and uh, it's kind of what I've been doing with the last few of like what affected me. So I'm going to put Rocket Man at number three. Okay. I, I loved Rocket Man. This was everything I wanted Bohemian Rhapsody to be. <laughs> honestly, uh, this uh, it just so perfectly captured the spirit and the essence of Elton John and delivered it into movie form that I instantly was sold. It was so great to see a gay icon get like a legitimate, like gay film,
0: <laughs> a yeah. film
1: that was proud of his sexuality, a film yeah. that didn't hide it. That showed kissing and love scenes and all that. They didn't just kind of show these weird looks in the corner of a. <laughs> um,
0: you better put some respect. To, hello, hello. I see what you're doing here. Okay, uh, <laughs> you need to put some respect on Bohemian Rhapsody's name. No. Okay, <laughs> all right, y'all need oh. to stop.
1: But I thought the music – I wasn't expecting a straight-up musical either, but I, I actually really enjoyed it. I love Elton John's music in general, so that might have helped. Taron Edgerton is such a good singer. It's like, oh, dang. Like, not only was his performance in the acting department my favorite male performance of the year so far. The singing was great. I have I been mean, what's his name? Um, Robert, um, Richard, <laughs> Robert Madden? <or> Richard Madden. <laughs> Richard <laughs> Madden was so good in this movie. Everybody, Jamie Bell was so good. Oh, it was it was great. It was wonderful. And I'm actually really looking forward. I'm hoping I can see it one more time before it leaves theaters.
0: Um. Yeah, Rocket Man was great and stuff. But listen, you need to stop with this whole. It got to stop, okay? Bohemian Rhapsody was amazing. I don't. Oh. I don't <laughs> um. All right. Whatever. Listen. I'm. I'm glad we can at least all have different opinions and not be like. Oh my God. Screw you, Dwayne, Like Larry is so Larry is still my bestie, so it's fine. But put, no, some, I respect, put some respect. Put
1: some respect. when I heard that mess. <laughs>
0: um. All right. So are we had. We had god i am terrible at this all right so my number three is us because um yeah i i love originality and jordan peele continues to just deliver on that front um yes there's a lot of loopholes in the movie by the end but i remember just enjoying it a lot for what it was i loved the slasher film kind of aspects to it uh, I loved the the eeriness of the movie, the creepiness. I love eeriness in horror movies, but not when it gets too eerie, like The Witch and whatever. But um, Ooh, I love yeah. The witch. <laughs> oh god, don't get me started. Wayne, you're oh, just getting
1: outvoted on everything. I love The right. Witch too. So. Don't get
0: me. Why? Can I ask why? <laughs> like, I just snooze. I was sleeping because I don't know. But us, Viet I Larry enjoyed. Taste. <laughs> Listen, us, I enjoyed. I did not snooze during us. I had a really good time with it. Lupita Nyong'o is not going to get nominated. I wish she will. I wish she would, but she's just not. Let's not put that into the universe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: how they do. Maybe they'll feel. I'm
1: hoping that they'll feel the heat from egregiously omitting tony collett that that they feel shame and no they cannot do that two years in a row
0: (laughs) i'm hoping I i let's hope i listen i agree with you i would hope but um yeah she was great everyone was great winston duke was amazing their chemistry was great loved the whole family loved the the plot of the movie, um, the concept of it is all just really, really interesting. And then there's a lot of layers in the movie, too. Each scene has a meaning to it, and I love that. Um, so, yeah, that's my number three. Uh, Hannah, what is your number three?
2: My number three is also Rocket Man. Um. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> <What's> happening? <laughs> I usually don't like musicals. I'm not a musical kind of gal. But the way that this movie presented them, was just it was just so much fun. I loved it so much. And like Larry said, it's not afraid to show Elton's sexuality. And I didn't know hardly anything about Elton John, just his music, before I seen this. So I was really gripped the whole time. And Terrence Edgerton, he is just so talented. And I don't understand why people that are good-looking and talented just, they, we need it. God, stop, stop giving them so much good stuff. But anyway <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> yeah, I anyway, I loved
2: it. Uh, I know, I think I said that the doll and Booksmart was my favorite scene of the year, but I totally forgot that uh, the Saturday night uh, dance number was my favorite scene of the yeah. year. So, yeah, that's my favorite scene of the year.
0: <laughs> um, okay, all right. So, everyone likes Rocket Man apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now we're on to our final two. Uh, Larry, what do you have in number two?
1: All right, so this is definitely not going to be this high, I don't think, on most people's lists, but I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to put it any lower just because. I saw it three times in the theaters and I absolutely adore it. It's one of my favorite franchises of all time, or my favorite trilogies of all time. Oh, and I, yes,
0: say. Yeah.
1: I did put it above Toy Story for y'all. This yeah. did just happen. And oh my
2: God. I know what it is. I'm so happy you said this.
1: <laughs> I am putting how to train your dragon three, the hidden World as my number two film of the first half of the year. First of all, I just, the whole series needs credit to begin because i think they did such mm-hmm. a beautiful job of creating this friendship that felt real that felt earned that really cemented itself as one of the great like friendships with Toothless and Hiccup throughout all three films that made the ending to this film so impactful to me i was just like oh my gosh i'm gonna die I, I don't know what to do with myself what's going on i thought the animation of course just like all of the how to train your dragon films was absolutely stunning the score by john powell was yet again amazing i thought the villain was um, a pretty menacing villain this time around pretty much just everything other than Maybe a few comedic moments that were a little bit meh. I think everything else about this movie just completely enchanted me, and I adore it. So, that's right. How to Train Your Dragon, up at number two.
0: Um, all right. So, listen, I have a confession. What? I have a really bad confession. <laughs> um, you're not going to like this, Larry, by your description of this movie. Um, I haven't seen any of the How to Train Your Dragon Itch? movies. Oh. Any of them.
1: I knew but- but I, but, one, but I didn't know it was any of them.
0: But, but there's a silver lining here. The silver lining here. I bought the trilogy on Blu ray like what? two weeks ago what? and I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch them all. <laughs> listen, I'm sure they're all great. I'm not, I'm not over here like, oh, Larry, Jesus Christ, here we go. But, like, <laughs> um, but I'm gonna watch all of them because, listen, I just for some reason I just miss them every year, but um, I'm gonna watch them and I'm excited too because I hear really good things. Alex loves them too. Um, but I'm on, to, I'm on to better things right now because my number two is Booksmart. You need to put some respect on this movie. Um, Booksmart was a godsend. It was amazing. I love everything about it. That is all. Uh, Hannah, what is your number two? <laughs>
2: Period. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. Um, but regarding uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3, I haven't seen it yet, and I'm so sad about it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it within the pa- next few days. Okay. Uh, but I, I do love the How to Train Your Dragon movies, and I totally agree that they're very underrated. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, my number two, and I'm ready to get so much shit for this, uh, Captain Marvel. I love Captain Marvel. I have been writing for this movie ever since I've seen it, <laughs> and I'm going to stand by it forever. I love this movie so much.
0: <laughs> Captain Marvel. Like, 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 see, like, I don't dislike it. I just thought it was fine.
2: You know what I Understandable. mean? Understandable.
0: I thought it I was fine.
2: It just emotionally connected with me a lot. Um, when I go into movies, that's like my number one thing is that if it doesn't connect with me, then it's, you know, it, it, most of the time I'll be like, eh, it was okay. Or I won't have any really strong feelings on it. But right. this has really resonated with me. I, I love Pretty much everything about it, except maybe the action, because the action's kind of sucky. But can look past it.
0: <laughs> that that gorgeous old Marvel CGI, I love it so much. Um,
2: <laughs> hey, uh, I don't think it's that bad. I, I I think there's about like two shots in the movie that I think the CG is wonky.
0: When she's like in the when she's doing the whole like space stuff, when she's like goes binary in the end. I love when Cap- like I love the Captain Marvel comics. Maybe that's why I was so hard on this film because um listen I'm not I don't don't even want to bring all this up again because it's been like we we bought we just got past it all Mm, but I love (laughs) yeah um (laughs) but I I I love Brie Larson I love her in most things but I didn't really like her in this because like I had a vision I had a personal vision for Captain Marvel in my head reading the comics so much the past few years and I, I I just like I didn't get Brie Larson, when they announced her as like Captain Marvel. But um, yeah, I still had a good time with the movie and I loved her. I loved, I loved her. Like, I, I actually really liked her at Endgame more than the Captain Marvel movie. But um, yeah, so uh, we had number twos. That was it. All right, number one, Larry. What do you got? And
1: I was like, Hannah is going to be disappointed because she was over <laughs> there talking about how much taste I have. Oh my and god! Wait, <laughs> wait, wait! And wait. I'm pretty sure I know what her number one is,
0: and neither
1: <laughs> neither of her top two are, made just, my list. Just uh, check, just check <laughs> her Twitter. Just
0: check her Twitter. I like, know I'm what her pretty is. sure. <laughs> check um, her sure. Twitter. You don't know what her number one is. I've never seen someone. I've never seen someone swerve a movie so quick, but um. All right, Larry, what you got for number
1: one? The number one, I do have a Marvel film. It's just not either of the two that Hannah has at her top
2: two.
1: (laughs) Uh, My number one film of the year so far is Avengers Endgame. (gasps) Uh, I I loved it. I I, I do have- That's my
0: number one too. That's my number one. It's hard to do these lists.
1: So, like I said with How to Train Your Dragon, I had problems, like very small qualms with some of the humor, or with this or with that. Every movie I have small problems with. And Endgame, I might have had bigger problems with Endgame than I did with some of the films lower on this list. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like it, and they think, I don't know what they think of us, but I still (laughs) still am a little bit wonky with Thor's depiction of the film. I've seen it four times. I've watched it four times times in theaters um i still i'm still a little bit in and out of how i feel about thor in the film overall and how they they treat his character but other than that i mean the film is amazing um i i haven't smiled so much as i did in this movie i don't know what is going to be able to top the the moment when dr strange's rings start opening up oh yes assemble a moment in this movie i don't I don't think anything can top it this year. It it will take a... To, to have a better, a more amazing moment in cinemas. Uh Captain America's through line is amazing. Tony Stark, what what an amazing bit peace. of writing. It just is so good. I also loved Captain Marvel. I saw somebody uh, listen, okay, sorry. I'm gonna have to bring it up. <laughs> somebody on my Facebook page posted some mess talking about, oh, I love Endgame. The only thing I really didn't like is why did they even have to put Captain Marvel in there? Uh, uh, she, like, re- brought this whole movie down for me. She didn't oh. even do anything. And I'm just like, what in the world? Listen, if she had done a lot, people would have been so mad. They'd have been, oh, yeah. my God, you all made Captain Marvel the big hero. And now she doesn't do enough. I was like, they would have lost that last battle without her. So she did just yeah. enough. Plus, I love her line. I love that. Hey, Peter Parker, got oh. something for me. I, <laughs> love, I, I live. live for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I love that line too because in the comics, her and Pete are like brother and sister. They're so close, and I like they train together in the comics and stuff like that. They go flying and swinging together. They're so adorable. Um, so that that scene,
1: we'll Scarlet Witch, too. Like I know it's just a small scene, but Scarlet Witch going ham on the Thanos is
2: like radiates. one yeah. of
1: the other like yes, amazing moments I've had in movies this year. I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> But yeah, um, Avengers Endgame, my number one. Dwayne, it's your number one. What do you got on it?
0: Um, Avengers Endgame is my number one just because... Can you guys hear me, by the way?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Avengers Endgame is my number one. I've seen it six times in theaters, wow. and it gets... Yeah, it gets better each time I watch it. My heart... Beats when that when that score comes up when everyone's coming back to help Captain America is so amazing. I've never heard a loud theater in my life. Everyone is just screaming and going nuts, and and then um Tony Stark and Pepper do battle together, and then then Spider Man is on a fucking Pegasus, and then like (laughs) you know what I mean. All the A Force and the women come together, and then I don't know what else happened in that battle. It was just amazing. Um, movie's really good. I love the beginning. The beginning the the beginning like kind of like aesthetic to Tony Stark and Nebula and then that blue color tone in a, in a big in a giant IMAX theater is just so amazing when Tony Stark th- thinks he's about to die um, the whole Tony Stark storyline Morgan Stark is the cutest thing in the world um, I just yeah I my only my only problem with it I would uh, just like Larry um, probably. I didn't mind Thor too much, but one of the things I, I they completely like, they just don't get, there's a character that they just don't get right. I feel like in any of their movies, I um, mean, that's Hulk and Hulk is always, I mean, he did, he was the one of the, he was the person to bring everyone back, blah, 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 but whatever. Like they always do Hulk some disjustice. Um, but I love the movie. There's nothing, there's nothing really that takes me out of it. A perfect ending to a perfect story. Um. everyone was great. The, that action... And everyone says it's like, oh, it's not a lot of action in the movie. And my mom said that too. She didn't really like it because she said there wasn't a lot of action scenes. Oh. And I was fine with that because the last like, 15, 20 minutes of that end battle is just like... Amazing! You got giant Ant-Man running with Spider-Man <laughs> and Star-Lord and uh, Pegasus again, and Captain Marvel oh, coming, like Captain <laughs> Marvel, like coming, coming in and taking out Thanos' fucking ship is amazing. And then. um... Thanos headbutting Captain Marvel to nothing oh, was so amazing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many moments that you can just Team wrap on. coming through. Yeah, yeah, like everyone, like Black Panther's back, and Shuri with her little gauntlets being all cool, and Okoye with her spear. Yes. You know what I mean? Everything's love great. Her. I really, yeah, I really, really, really awesome. love Endgame. So and that's it my... It
1: has to be a big success, right, that can redeem Pepper Potts. Like, I feel like... Yeah. This- Single handedly redeemed the character of Pepper yes. Pot <laughs> because mm-hmm. as Infinity War, I hated that little bit they did with Pepper really? of her, like nagging him to get back here right now. And it was just like this nagging wife trope that I hated. I was like, what? He's <laughs> going to save the universe, but your dinner? <laughs> you're sitting here screaming at him to get back to earth for your dinner right now. Like it was just too much for me. Like I, but this movie, this is what I wanted to see. Like her speech with Tony. And then of course the end it just, uh-huh. she, she did break my heart. Like, of course Spidey got me warmed up. Yes, yeah. But her coming yes. up to him and just being like, we'll be fine. You can rest now. That's what I was like. Oh my gosh, Pepper, you've been <laughs> redeemed girl. Thank God. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. That, that, Tony's death really really crushed. I swear, if I get one comment, you guys
2: spoil the Avengers for me. It's made Whatever. two billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has seen it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Please. Yeah. So, um. I I would have to agree. It's just like Pepper was amazing. The part when Tony is like, I'm mean, not Tony. Peter, poor Tom Holland, once again, my boy. He's like, Tony, <laughs> we won. And I'm like, oh fuck this is too much but um (laughs) he
1: cries in every film they have had (laughs) peter
0: parker cry
1: in every single one of his compilation.
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's so good um also one last one last amazing thing is just um, the scene when everyone's coming together and they're getting ready to fight, and then Ant Man grows big and drops off Hulk and Rocket and 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 War Machine. I mean, come on. I mean, why is it not everyone's number one? Hannah, what do you think? Um, America's but, um,
1: <laughs> ass, y'all disrespecting <laughs> America's ass.
0: <app. laughs> I just I, I I love Endgame, so I cannot wait to buy it on Blu Ray. No, I didn't do that whole re release thing because it's not a re release. And um... I did. sorry, y'all. Hey, no, I Larry, too. you know what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Larry! You know what's funny? They, um, they remember on Sunday I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure they'll have the poster at the theaters because it's not yeah. a lot of people went to that." They did. They had a whole stack of those posters, oh, yeah. and, I, and, and Alex and I, Alex and I, got them. So I was like, "Yep," didn't you have to do that re-release thing. Got the poster, and I'm happy. But I'm um, mm-hmm. Hannah. Last but not least, what is your number one? We all know. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs>
2: Hold on, first of all, look at all of us being very basic and going with Marvel movies. (laughs) But this is going to come as a shock to no one. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is Mm -hmm. my favorite movie of the year. And you know, for the rest of this list, I really don't think that a lot of these are going to stick. I think my end of the year list is going to look very different, but I'm pretty confident right now that this movie is going to be my favorite movie by the end of the year also. I haven't been this excited about a movie since I saw Calling By Your Name, and Calling By Your Name is my favorite movie of all time. Now, I don't want to put Spider-Man up there as, like, one of my favorite, like, it is one of my favorite movies of all time, but, like, nowhere near, like, the top ten or anything like that. But, it's my favorite superhero movie of all time. It's my favorite Marvel movie. It's it, it, it's just so good. I love it so much. I'm such a sucker for Jake Hall. Anything he's in, I'm yes. on board with.
0: Yeah, yep. um, and,
2: <laughs> and I just it, this movie's so good. It's it's campy. It's so weird. I I I appreciate it so much for being weird because I didn't think that they would go there with Mysterio, but they really did. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm not gonna spoil anything, but yeah. Yeah, I this just... one
1: this one is a little too early for spoilers. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I. Love this movie so much.
0: It's 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 oh, it's just so good. Well, Jesus, listen. Like I told you earlier, I remember texting you this morning, and I was like, "Dude, okay." Because first, when I first when I first met Hannah. It was all about Captain Marvel, her ba- her Twitter banner, her her you know her username. Everything well. was all Captain Marvel. Then Far From Home comes out, and I'm seeing spider webs, and I'm seeing Tom Holland. I'm yes, like, what happened? I'm like Hannah what happened? like, Hannah, what happened? Like, um, so yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, we all got Marvel films. We're very basic as our number ones but hey Listen, they, they've had a they've had a solid year i think I think, so. I
1: think tom holland now that cap has officially like taken himself out of the race through end game i think tom holland has quite the case to be america's ass these days i oh, mean please.
0: especially with that poster good yeah. lord Whew.
1: i mean he's, <laughs> he looked good in that little spider suit so <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait,
2: wait. There, there's, a, <laughs> there's a shot near the end of far from home not going to give any context or anything like that but he's standing on a bridge and the entire time i was watching that scene i was like i can't look at anything else but his butt literally <laughs> so...
0: oh, i cannot i really can't <laughs> all right guys episode 47 that's it um no seriously that's it um all right guys we've had an interesting show listen i'm not gonna edit any of this because i feel like it was very natural and it was very funny and i'm tired larry stop i know you want me to be professional sometimes but i'm tired i can't edit any of this i'm tired i I probably end up i probably will but um We'll see. Well, it depends. But um, all right, guys, that is episode 47 of the Cinemania World Show. Thank, thank you guys for joining us and listening for this long. We've had a long show. We haven't had the song of a show in a while, but it was fun to name up all of our top 10s of the year so far. Um, let's go around the call here. Um, Hannah, let everyone know where they can find you.
2: Uh, movies and cats on Twitter.
0: Oh, love it. Um, <laughs> and Larry, my friend, my box office friend, let everyone know where they can find you.
1: Yeah, you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. And as I said, I did just post up um, a montage that I'm very happy with for these 10 films that I mentioned here. So if you feel so inclined, I'd love for you to check it out.
0: Yes, I put the, I'll put the link for that video in the um, descriptions and all that stuff because it's a really good video. Um, yeah, and Larry, you have anything coming up on your channel this week besides uh... the stuff?
1: Yeah, so Far From Home, I did just post uh, yesterday, so that's up now. And then I'm seeing Midsummer on Friday, hopefully, and I'll hopefully review it. <laughs> Um, Also, now uh, that Pride Month is over, I've done my Pride series, have a little bit of time. I have a collaboration with a much larger YouTuber than myself that I can edit and get posted. And I'm hoping, aiming for maybe this weekend, since I have a little bit of extra time with the holiday.
0: All right. Well, that that sounds really good. As far as for me, um, you can find me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can find the Cinemania page on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, YouTube, all of our podcast uploads on that, uh, Stitcher, Messy FM Radio, Spotify, all that stuff. Also, too, I, I completely forgot um, we have a new member to the group, new member to the Cinemania page, a new Cinemaniac, I'd like to say, and Hannah. Hannah's our new member. Yay. Uh, I completely forgot. Um, But I, cause I wanted to announce it on the Monday show where we review big little lies and euphoria, but we can do that this week. Um, I was working. So yes, everyone, Hannah is on the page now. We should be back. I think we'll do Monday again for euphoria and big little lies um review talk about those shows and then sunday will be our box office show with larry and i again that'll be on sunday um tomorrow is our spider-man far from home spoiler review with um ren geekness on twitter um hannah and alex we're all we're all going to be doing that tomorrow mid my midsummer review probably will be out this weekend whenever i get the chance to see it i will see it because i do want to see it a lot Um, and yeah, that's it. I'm also going to be on, I'm also going to be on, uh, the next, next best picture podcast. I'm going to be joining them for the review of Spider-Man Far From Home. A lot of Spider-Man stuff this weekend. So go see it. It's going to make a lot of money um and yeah thank you guys for joining us my name is larry wow i i'm I'm tired my name is Dwayne. that is larry and that was hannah thank you guys for joining us we will talk to you soon we'll see you next week for episode 48 of the cinnamonia world show we will talk to you soon bye-bye